All right, we're going. We're going. Uh, it looks like mine's a lot higher than yours. Let's see. That's because your voice is so much louder. Is yeah. that? Yeah. No, I mean you. You're at your normal levels. Maybe you're just more excitable today. Oh, Let's always, see. my friend. Yeah, I'll bump you down to there. How's that look? Sounds good to me. Yep. It's better right. to be too low and turn it up in post than vice versa. That's correct to we, an extent. We got beers over there. We do. What do we got? I got two Allagash Whites and some Institution Ales. This one's called If the Sun Doesn't Rise, Tropical IPA. I'll, oh, that's <laughs> both sound good, but I'll do it's an immersive. Allagash White. I've had an Allagash oh, okay. White back in the day at uh, Fox and Fox, I believe. Cheers. Thank you. They do do them at Fox and Fox. Yeah. It's perfectly well, serviceable. Today's nice episode beer. is brought to you by Fox and Fox. Today's episode is brought to you by Institution Ale Company. They're from near, they're from mm. near me. They're in uh, Camarillo, I think. Mm. Camarillo, Ventura County. Yeah. Represent. So the newest and the truest uh, L.A. Times released, you know, uh, recently defunct hangout of many of my friends, Cloak and Dagger. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that one had a few little tithers and whispers every every so everywhere. And this one was uh, apparently the newest is that Thomas Middleditch acted like an asshole while he was there. <laughs> <laughs> The Which idea- I'm like, what was he doing there? Yeah. <laughs> Thomas Middleditch being at Cloak and Dagger is funny oh, in and of itself. Just chucking it up, dude. Throwing bows. Pulling shapes. <laughs> Sidling up to people being like, have you heard of Pi Piper? Yeah. <laughs> Offering Verizon deals. Middleditch and, uh, Middleditch and Ben Schwartz doing their stupid improv comedy specials on Netflix. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Mm. All I know about him is that he had a pretty much silent role in The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, okay. <laughs> For like two minutes. And then uh, Silicon Valley, which I like. I actually yeah. just got finished re-watching that. Yeah. And yeah, then a bunch of Verizon adverts. Um, I don't know. I mean... But he doesn't seem like the type of guy who would be drawn to Cloak and Dagger. He doesn't, does he? No, uh, TJ but Miller, maybe. TJ Miller seems like exactly the type of guy who would be there. Yeah. And he'd also be calling. He probably called in a few bomb threats to Cloak yeah. and Dagger while he was yeah, there. Man, what the fuck? <laughs> that guy is off his chain, dude. That it, old TJ very, Miller, dude. You know when someone plays an asshole on a sitcom or mm-hmm. uh, some kind of TV show? Because he played Ehrlich on Silicon Valley. He was mm-hmm. like a total buffoon and like an asshole. But usually when an actor does that, they tend to go out of their way in their real life to try and prove that actually they're not like the character and they're actually nice in real life. Right. TJ Miller seems to be the hell-bent on he's trying like, to I'm prove worse than this that character. he's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really does. Dude. There, there was this, um, aside from the obvious things, like you know, assaulting an Uber driver over a disagreement about Donald Trump. And, Straight out of the comedy. I mean, yeah, You're gonna like, get no, no tip. <laughs> like it was that was a weird story, but that got settled. And then he, I think he's got some me too's against him from college. And then, yeah, calling in a bomb threat on an Amtrak, which is fucking weird. You know, it's fucking yeah. weird. Um, but that's it's one that it's any, like I'm not even like it's not even like you're an asshole. It's just like you're you must be unwell. I think there's something a bit up to with him, do yeah. something like that. Well, there's this there's this clip on. Um, I think he was on Colbert. He was being interviewed on Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to, he's got this pre prepared joke that he's trying to get out and he can't quite manage it. It's, I can't remember exactly what it is, 
but he's talking about how he goes up on stage you know it's like yeah you know you go up on stage and you say something wrong and you know it's like oh well you know sh- fool me right uh yeah. and he's like fumbling in his pocket really awkwardly going huh, you know uh foot in my mouth you know and he's still fumbling in his pocket the audience is kind of awkwardly laughing and then he goes yeah right then he finally gets an egg out slaps on oh, his head egg, egg on, on my, my face. face oh dear but you could tell that he meant to do it straight away but he was yeah. fumbling trying to get the egg out so he yeah. was kind of padding by being like yeah Ugh. you know <laughs> woe be me uh and it was like a weird thing to do on a talk show anyway like to uh, you're, you're gonna say, huh, egg on my face, right? But you actually get an egg out and smash yeah, it in your face. Yeah, that's weird already. It's a bit attention-seeking and, mm-hmm. you know, someone of his level shouldn't need it. Like, yeah. Isn't he a re- relatively well-known stand-up? And- no, he's got, certainly got money. I mean, he was in the Yogi Bear movie, for Christ's sake. The Emoji movie. He was in that, too? Yeah, that was his... I think that's why... Because there was tension. He got kind of not fired from Silicon Valley, but... Gently written out of Silicon Valley, and apparently oh, it was really? because of yeah, yeah. Did they do a whole season without him, or is I it- think they did two whole seasons without him. Wow. Yeah, he got written out because apparently there'd been a lot of tension on set because <laughs> he's nuts. Well, <laughs> he was calling in bomb threats to the set every other day. <laughs> yeah, there's that, and and also I think um, at that time I think he thought he was probably getting a little bit too big for it a bit too famous for it oh that's funny uh because he just signed the he was like the lead character in the emoji movie if mm-hmm. you know if you think that's something to go all in on <laughs> five cards down baby but he was in like deadpool as well and like you know he oh, was kind of right. getting some attention he was also in cloverfield if you if you want to know the he's, first one yeah he's the cameraman wow oh, that's him that's okay, tj miller okay. our boy a favorite friend of the, the podcast. PQP mascot. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Miller. No, man. He, he was quite funny in Silicon Valley sometimes, though. More oh, because of, that's a funny show. More because of the writing than his performance, maybe. But he definitely did that character well. I'll say this. TJ Miller's always welcome here. If, <laughs> yeah. if, 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 if for some weird reason he hit me up and was like, I want to be on the Pork Roll podcast, I'd be like, absolutely. Soon enough, he might want to come here just because he needs a place to stay. <laughs> I mean, that guy's in trouble, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. He could sleep on my couch, dude. Bless his heart. Uh, and yeah, Thomas, Thomas Middleditch, though. I've heard a few things about him not being very nice either. Well, one of the famous ones in L.A. is that at the Museum of Broken Relationships, <laughs> there was a pair of implants that was dedicated that was from some part for, alleged former very alleged i don't know any of this is true because i don't think that the museum of broken relationships screens for their artifacts in terms of veracity i think they just kind of take whatever you give them right uh but it was a pair of implants dedicated uh donated to the museum by someone who claimed they were an ex of thomas middleditch and he made them get them yes no and then when they broke up they got them surgically removed again how quick must that have happened thomas middleditch hasn't been he's only been a name at all for about Five or six Maybe years. Maybe it was pre-fame. I don't know. Pre-fame? He has the fucking nuts yes. to go around and be like, uh, yeah, you need to get some bigger titties if, uh, if you're going to be getting all of my, this. Um, <laughs> my, Seriously? My ex-girlfriend off-mentioned uh, Shabazz. Shabazz. Shabazz uh, yeah, Garland. Shabazz Garland. She waited on him at oh, yeah. uh, House of Pies in Los Feliz uh-huh. and she said he was very nice, but also okay. that he was with... He Someone who she assumed pointing was, at her breasts and going, hmm, <laughs> you ever thought about... Can, how much does it cost <laughs> to upgrade these, honey? Uh, Have you heard about compression? He's like a lech, dude. He's like a Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. honey. 
But no, he apparently he was with someone who appeared to be his wife at the time. And this was going all the way back to like 2016, 2017, something like that. So Silicon Valley was already about halfway through then. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Have you not seen that show? Yeah, I've seen the first couple of seasons. Oh, I really okay. liked it. Yeah, it's actually, well, it, it gets bad. Mm. But yeah, it's good. Zach Woods is fucking awesome in that. But yeah, the main the main moral of it is is that um, here at Poor Quality Podcast, we're a pro Thomas, pro TJ, <laughs> and pro Clownvis, which by the way, we've been ghosted by Clownvis. <laughs> yeah, he will not give us the time of day. No. Well, I mean, I, as far as I know, I'm the only one who's actually tried. I've been I've been hitting his Twitch comments. You, but yeah, but you've just been commenting about other things. <laughs> about like, oh, Danzig. Any other ideas of what to do with pizza? You know, like, you're yeah. not asking. Well, I'm not going to. He's doing a show. I'm not going to bomb in on him and be like, will you come on the PQP? No, but that's not... You can't say, oh, yeah, I've been trying to get him on, too. Like It's a, it's a joint effort. No, I sent an email from the official right. Poor Quality Podcast email address uh, to him explaining a bit of everything, linked to the episode where we talked about him, just so he wasn't blindsided or anything. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think I sent a very genial email. Uh, nope. Not heard back. I've been ghosted by a clown. I think, <laughs> I think I maybe <laughs> Which misunderstood. Is one of the worst parts. <laughs> I think I might have misunderstood my task because I thought that my job was to genially kind of mill around the comments of his streams until eventually he noticed me there. Which you would think he would notice me there, but I found out something about his streams because you know I was telling you on Twitch when I go in there I'm one of about five people watching. Yeah. He simulcasts those streams. Right. So he simulcasts them to Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube Live. But when you go on YouTube Live, he's got like 150 people watching him at any given time. Yeah. And on Instagram, he's got like 60. It's only on Twitch that he has a small following. Okay. So I thought that I'm like, well, he, he'll definitely see my chat, but I don't think he keeps chat up at all because he's probably got a constant flood of comments coming in and because he, yeah. he never acknowledges chat. So getting in through his chat is not, I don't think, going to be the way. I would agree. Well, I thought, I well, I thought it would was, be a good way I either. thought Columbus, I mean, with Can all you due like respect. Di- direct message him on Twitch or With all like due that? respect, we want him on the show, but I thought the guy was small potatoes. And it turns out he's not no, that small potatoes. I, when you look at his YouTube videos, you see the chat replays. It's pretty active. Yeah. I don't know why you thought that would be. I went right to the source. Emailed Clownvis. I, dude, I got I want to send him. I'm going to start tagging him in Instagram videos being like, Pizzadia, dude. All right, that's well, fun. You took two, you take two pizzas. You turn them upside down. You know, he might just be busy. He might just not check doing his emails too often. What? Doing fucking what? Well, Preparing for Clownvis to the rescue. It's the same shitty thing. Oh, fuck Clownvis. It's the same show every episode. All right. Well, that's it then. <laughs> Clownvis on the scrappy. <laughs> I wanted him so bad. I'm actually, I'm actually. I feel so, so jilted. I'm still sincere about it. I still would like him on the podcast. I would too. I, I'm not gonna get all pissy and throw my toys out of the ground just, just because. I'm hurting, dude. <laughs> I'm hurting. No, it's fine. He'll come when he's ready. I hope so. Yeah, we just got to be patient with Clownvis. He'll. Dude, and I tell you what, ever since you no, showed you know it to what me, we gotta do. We gotta go to the clown motel. And we gotta stay in room twenty-two. I was gonna say, I'm. Then he'll, he'll come through the wall. Yeah, he'll yeah. come through the wall and scare the shit out of us. Oh god damn it! <laughs> I, and it's funny because ever since you showed it to me, I've every, I'm going to haunt yeah. the clown. It's motel. a really good song. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I got it. I got down another clownless rabbit hole, which is I tried to see what podcasts he's been a guest on. I couldn't find any really, but I did see one that was a podcast of. It's actually this guy who used to host a podcast I used to listen to. 
but he goes through Cameo. It's a podcast that's all about the app Cameo. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they just like pull some random people and they're like, look at this fucking guy's cameo. It's really seems like a very bad podcast, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if it has it's, that many it's legs, people but... doing a podcast about cameo with this tone as if they're better than cameo. <laughs> I'm like, like, bro, cameo wouldn't accept your submission. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, bro, you're doing the pod anyway. So, but one of the ones that they, means they, about... they got Nigel Farage on cameo now, which I oh, think is fucking good. hilarious. <laughs> they, I, it, dude, I'll guarantee you it's a matter of minutes till Trump's on cameo. Mm, no, no one could afford him. Yeah, no, he'd be charging it's like way a thousand dollars a message on that ten thousand. I'd pay it. Imagine if you could get Trump to be like, listen to the poor quality podcast <laughs> with Clownbus in the background. How much would you pay, bro? So we'll start the bidding at a million. Nothing. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want that. If Clownbus did, uh, I'd maybe chuck him a few. That's votes, true. We don't really want Trump's fans. No. We already have Justin. They'd be disappointed. They They'd would just be disappointed. It's not in, a hard going. It's not our... a hard going podcast. No. We're not talking about anything they they're particularly interested in. No. That being said, though, I did see uh, I saw something that you that does pertain to our mutual interests a little bit. What's that? Rodney Asher's got a new movie. Ooh, what's he up to? It's called A Glitch in the Matrix. Oh, well, hold before you say it. Uh oh, I'm going to take a guess what it's about based on the title and based on Rodney <laughs> Asher's okay. based on Rodney Asher's previous body of work. I'd be amazed if you could get this. This is this is about people who watched The Matrix a bunch of times. There's a documentary about Matrix fans who have taken it upon their life's journey to actually try to expose the fact that we're really in a simulation. Uh, kind of. Am I close? You're close, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I know You're Rodney close, Asher. Yeah. Uh, no, it's actually not... Rodney Asher is the documentary maker, documentarian, who mm. made... Um, Room 237 about mm. the people with the obsessed with the slightly shining. odd theories about The Shining, um, what it really means. And then he did The Nightmare, which is about sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. People have had sleep paralysis. And he also did a one-off for Shutter called Primal Screen, which is about people watching the trailer for a movie called Magic when they were younger mm-hmm. and all being terrified well into their adulthood from it. And famously, um, which I think we briefly talked about, he did some. He did a short gems. doc about people afraid of the Screen Gems logo. Yeah, which I think kind of mm-hmm. that and the magic one are quite similar yeah. in, in tone but generally what he does is talks to normal people like everyday people he doesn't get like experts or anything mm-hmm. like that he, he gets relatively normal people who have unusual obsessions or unusually extreme experiences with something relatively commonplace so like the shining you know people wondered about the ending but then there are some people who dedicate their life to it and yeah. sleep paralysis a lot of people get it some people talk about it, but these people get it so often and so intensely that they're convinced that there's more to it than just that. Blah, blah, blah. So the you would think that when he's tackling, basically what it's tackling, a glitch in the Matrix is tackling the uh, simulation theory. Mm-hmm. Kind of the parallel worlds theory as well. But yeah, the theory that we're all living in a simulation of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a little bit different than the others because it does have uh, three or four people who are what you would imagine are rel- relatively ordinary people. It doesn't it doesn't explain who they are anyway. And then there are some who are people who've written papers on it and you know done studies and mathematicians and stuff like that. Um, I don't know how much of it was done during uh, during quarantine because it's all done over Zoom or similar. Like webcam. Oh. 
Yeah, it's not the interview that parts. Sounds ugly. Yeah, the interview parts are not done in person like they have been in his. Up- well, I guess yeah. in Room Two Three Seven, you never see anyone. It's just voiceover mm. with clips of the movie and other things. Um, but the Nightmare definitely filmed them in person and did reenactments. No, this one's entirely over Zoom. And for the normal people, the quote unquote normies uh, who are talking about their obsession with simulation theory, they they've got this. Um, it's hard to explain. <laughs> they've got this, uh, you know, like projection mapping on them. Like so a Snapchat filter? And more than a Snapchat filter, they've got like a kind of video game skin on them. Okay. The entire time. Like waking life. No, it's not even like that. It's like it. It's like a Snapchat filter in the sense that it's yeah. kind of mocap. I'm, I'm honestly not sure how they actually did it. Uh, but yeah, they're basically mocapped with these what look like video game avatars. <laughs> On them, so you can't see their real Whoa, face. That's a choice. Yeah, and you see them like vaping and stuff while dressed as like a big kind of like turtle monster. And <laughs> how's it's that? How's it? How does it play? Weird. <laughs> is it distracting? Would you yes, say? Yes, it is very distracting, <laughs> and I'm not quite sure. I mean, I can understand sort of why you went for that with the theme that we're. I find the simulation theory very interesting. I think there's a lot to it that is, if not likely, then at least feasible philosophically or scientifically. Mm. And um, it's something that's it really pertains to my interest. And I generally, with all his flaws, I like Rodney Asher as well. So this seems like a perfect complement of the two. The problem is he got people mostly, including the academics, whose only frame of reference seem to be video games or like mainstream sci-fi movies. Uh, there was nothing especially, like, intellectually fulfilling about it. I wouldn't call, obviously, I wouldn't call myself anything close to an expert or even particularly well read on the theories. But even I was kind of like yelling at the screen sometimes. They're, being like, they're not just casuals; they're like boneheads. Like they know more. They know of, more yeah. about it than I would. Well, no, and the, but they're always talking about it in reference to specifically to like modern video games. And oh, it's boy. like, this doesn't take into account the whole thing. They do very briefly. It, well, first of all, it's kind of framed by a speech. So every now and then you just see clips from a Philip K. Dick speech that he gave in the, I think, 80s, mm-hmm. uh, where he's talking about his simulation theories. So that kind of comes and goes, honestly, kind of absent context quite often. Uh, it's a bit of a mess, this documentary. It well, doesn't... It's, it's him as War Turtle from Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Philip K. Dick uh, stuff is all as it was. But um, the, the, yeah, the, the normies, right, they're mostly just talking about it in terms of like, oh, well, like, you know, you go in Grand Theft Auto and, you know, you look at those characters, right? And then you realize when you walk down the street, it's kind of like that. And it's like, well, what? no, but no, Grand Theft not. Auto was copying real life. Like... Uh, so there's oh, stuff like that, dumb. but they very, very briefly, I was sort of waiting, about for the first half of the movie, I was like, well, is anyone going to talk about like Plato's Allegory of the Cave or Descartes or yeah, anything Leibniz, like that? Like yeah. Any of these other people have mentioned things like this before, and eventually they do. They mention Descartes' uh, you know, e- malicious demon theory. Yeah, which seems like the, the go-to for this. Yeah, they mention it. Up to the point where it's like Descartes thought that we might be a brain uh, that's being independently fed sensory data by a malicious demon somewhere. Huh. True. And that's it. That's all you heard about that. A lot and of it's truth like, to that. No, no, no. You, what, you didn't go on to like the next bit where he almost immediately counteracts that by coming up with his most famous... <laughs> His most famous philosophical contribution, the well, Cogito. Well, I, I think, think therefore I am. That's instantly in his uh, what what meditations, right? 
He instantly uh, speaking, negates speaking that. Speaking generously, idea. I think some people find the Cogito to not necessarily be a satisfactory No, it's not. To. It's not. But it is what Descartes actually thought. That's what he well, ended that's on. that's true. Yeah. That's what he landed on. But they don't say that because it doesn't really support their simulation no, theory. Yeah. But no, his idea was, how can I trust all my senses? How can I trust uh, the world around me? Uh, I need to you know, rebuild my entire perspective from the from the ground up, from the foundation up, right? And... Yeah, he briefly kind of goes, malicious demon. What about that? I mean, for all I know, <laughs> for all I know, it's very brief. If you read Meditations, I did it in philosophy. Like, it's a, a, less than a page is dedicated to this. Mm-hmm. It's, well, what if there was a malicious demon that was feeding me all the sense data and uh, I was actually basically in a simulation? Then he goes, no, that's bollocks, though, because I can think. I can think about this for myself, and therefore I must be sentient myself. I, I just like the idea that... I'm I'm picturing someone being like, heard about this guy Descartes. Well, it's just demons, and I'm picturing like Sephiroth from Final Fantasy <laughs> vaping and talking to the camera. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, actually, those guys don't mention that. I think that's a little bit above their their pay grade. Oh, really? No, so those guys like, are literally just like no, stoners like some, who are like, wouldn't it be fucking crazy serious. if? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Which is fine when it's like when it's like The Shining or The Nightmare or something like that. It really doesn't matter who the person is because the subject of the documentary is people's obsessions or people, like how people become obsessed with something. That works way less well. It works fine when it's to do with a movie, like theories about a movie or theories about weird dreams that you have. Um... It works a lot less well when it's about actual, you know, scientific slash philosophical theories. No, yeah, it's then not, you can't that's just not who you want to hear from like, necessarily. So I was playing Gears of War, <laughs> and I thought to myself, and I thought to myself what like if my work day? What if real life Gears of War? And it's like, well, yeah, that's not. <laughs> Sorry, Max. Just casually, we are in a fucking simulation, man. Max just <laughs> pulled out casually a- pulled out some fucking clothes. <laughs> Some black well, jar. A true smoker to know what these are on site, <laughs> by the way. Oh yeah, I used to love those. Uh, but I believe the rumors Brandon when I was young that Bieber they made your... came over to my place and left these. Oh really? Yeah. Brandon did? Yeah, he's been getting into them. Seriously, you Brandon don't think that's smoking? a brand? I mean, no, just cloves. It's a very it's Brandon, smoking, regardless. Yeah, but it's a very it's Brandon thing to be into. I will like, happily take one if you. Unfortunately, if you don't there's mind. only one left. But oh, you can have mine if you have a. Do you have a regular cigarette anymore? You don't smoke. No, I don't have any. No, sorry. You want to share it? No, that's uh, that's a little weird. <laughs> Two guys just sharing a sweet well, clove cigarette in front of you. No, Let no, see. don't worry. I got my vape. I'm fine. All right. Do you have a lighter? I don't have a lighter, though. No, you're going to have to sort well, that out man. for yourself. Yeah. I'm, I don't mind. Well, you know what we do? Tonight. What's up? We ask the player really, really hard to manifest a lighter right Please, now. Please, almighty player, manifest <laughs> for me. Uh, Yeah, no, yeah, you're not likely to find here. any lighters around. Yep. Oh, well. It's not a big deal. No, it's really not. Really not. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, boys. I was just trying to show off. Yeah, you really were. For the crew. The way uh, I threw right, them out, so, too, was very... <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, I'm just casually going to bring out these Jaram Blacks. Yeah. They are Jaram, right, I think? I don't know. It just says black on them. Again, yeah. they're not mine. It's Brandon's. Let me look at them. Jaram, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I don't um, smoke... Except if someone else has them, I'm like one of the. I'm like a girl who's in denial about her cocaine addiction. Yeah, it's like I only do it if someone else has yeah. it. <laughs> I just happen to always be around people with copious <laughs> amounts and only yeah. keep company on purpose with people yes. who always have it. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know if there's much else to say about it. Plato's Allegory of the Cave as well. They basically just did the cave part. You know, the big yeah, that, Wouldn't that be something? Can you imagine people being chained up and looking at shadows on the wall? Weird, right? Simulation. And they very much later come, come back to it and go, yeah, and then someone came back in and they didn't want to look at the shadows anymore. It's like, well, you missed the whole fucking yeah. crux of that allegory. It's, get mo- back out it's about and, yeah. breaking free and slowly working your way up to seeing everything, which represented the forms, the form of the blah, 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 and, the, and eventually the form of the good. and represented by the sun it's like that's the more important part plato wasn't just being like what if we're in a simulation <laughs> yeah. that's the thing is i think a lot of people think like, that philosophy <laughs> is just posing crazy questions they think it's like joe rogan <laughs> they think what he's if there a, philosopher? Was a monkey like, that smoked weed started doing sudoku puzzles and, and they not at no point did they go into like any of the mathematical stuff behind it like some of which mm. is really interesting you know uh, like the fact that some mathematical equations mean that something has to happen Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could reduce all of existence, including the universe itself, or yeah, existence itself, uh, to mathematical certainties. Mm. Which I don't know. I find that a lot more interesting than thinking, you know, <laughs> well, remember Neo in the Matrix? <laughs> remember him? He wakes up. What if that was me? But the weirdest <laughs> thing about it, like you know, Rodney Asher likes to get strange, obsessive people. Um, to take part in his documentaries. I'm ethically not sure about this one he has. It's not much of a spoiler to say, but there's one guy who you only hear on the phone. Mm. And it, I mean, at first, I was watching with my wife and we were laughing at this dude because he was saying, you know, you know, I went to see The Matrix and like it fucking blew my mind. And instantly I went out and I went to Hot Topic with my sister and I bought, I, I saw a trench coat and I went and I bought it and I was clutching it so tight and I ran home and she's like, what the hell are you doing? And I was just like, clutching it running home Uh-oh. and then i used to wear this trench coat whenever you know whenever i felt like bad at school or whatever i just Uh-oh. put my trench coat on and <laughs> and then, like you got the boots as well and he started you know he started listening to the matrix soundtrack which is like entirely rage against the machine and like fucking deftones <laughs> and, and, yeah. yeah like and uh yeah me and my wife are kind of joking like <laughs> school shooter much right yeah uh yeah and then he like got so convinced he apparently watched The Matrix uh, hundreds of times and went to the phone in his house, picks it up and says, recites Neo's speech at the end of the first Matrix movie where he's like, I know where you are, blah, blah, blah. I know what you're doing and all of that. Uh, puts the phone down, uh, goes downstairs and shoots his, both his parents. Jesus fucking Christ. Convinced that he was in a simulation. Well, that's, and, I mean, that's literally schizophrenia. Like, well, he said, yeah. uh, he, he says, you know, yeah, when I shot my mom for the second time and I shot her in the head and like her eye sort of popped out and there was blood and kind of matter. It was really visceral. And I realized, oh, this is so much worse than it is in the movies. This like this wouldn't oh, happen in the Matrix. This is, and it's like Jesus Christ, dude. Like I've always been. That's grim. I've always been a defender of you know like violent art, violent movies, or controversial <laughs> stuff. But then you hear something like that, and it's like, no. Unfortunately, there are people who are just so messed up, or yeah. or so disadvantaged, like you know whatever it is, mentally disadvantaged. Ooh. The you kind of got to be careful. With that them. is <laughs> that is fucking grim, is what that is. Yeah, I it um. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so that kind of like you, put I mean, it's funny because it. I was going to make a laugh at them, and then I was going to make a joke because I was going to say, "Oh, the the kid he was interviewing turned out to be fucking Eric Klebold or whatever, Dylan Dylan, Dylan Harris Klebold. from no, no, fucking." No. Uh, 
but no, it's a similar guy. Apparently, relatively well known case. He's in jail now. Yeah, no, obviously. it's actually worse almost. Yeah, uh, well, honestly, I, I don't really know what that like putting that in. I'm like, I don't know if that really says anything about simulation theory. It really no, doesn't. That's like, that a, says that's something just, about someone who lost the fucking. Well, it's mind. textbook yeah. schizophrenia. I remember I was in a class once where we had a guest speaker who was schizophrenic, and he was talking about how he got put in jail briefly because he had a schizophrenic episode and he thought that his dad was um, a robot (laughs) and he was trying to prove that he wasn't by like cutting him open. And luckily he was small enough that they were able to stop him from doing that. How old was this kid at the time? Teens. Fuck. Yeah. Like worries me. (laughs) He was convinced his dad was a robot and he tried to prove it by Killing him. One day I'm gonna wake up. Yeah, and well, fucking yeah. door is gonna be like. <laughs> How do you work? I've been watching Rodney Asher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's funny because like even before that speaker came in, when this kid who sat next to me in class found out that we were gonna have a schizophrenic speaker, he was like, "Oh, that's crazy." My brother got fifty-one fifty'd for a schizophrenic episode where he tried to kill my dad because he thought he was the Antichrist. So this shit just had, it's like a pretty normal yeah. thing with schizophrenia is if you get a delusion in your head that's strong enough, you'll try to act out to prove it. Yeah. Ooh, it's rough. So that's one that you just don't, in my opinion, personally, I don't think you want to have schizophrenia. It sounds like a really bad time. It sounds really unpleasant. Mm-hmm. I, there's no like upside to it. Bipolar at least no. has like the manic highs, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The schizophrenia guy, just seems miserable. The guest speaker told us about how he was already, he was, so he was heavily medicated he also did it was a the lecture was about art therapy. So the whole time he was talking to us, he was kind of monotone talking to us, but he was like drawing the whole time he was talking. Oh wow. Cuz he kind of needed to occupy his hand with something. Yeah. But he also told us what was interesting. He said I need to sleep between like 14 and 16 hours a day oh, really? or I'll start to lose my grip. Oh shit. I'm like, dude, I was like at a certain point you're just like is this worth living? Well, to be honest, have, have you ever stayed up for extremely long amounts of time? I have, and it made me lose my grip. You do, yeah. So I guess if you have the kind of mind that's already prone to that kind of thing, then well, yeah, even staying up for what most people would consider normal amounts of time is I was really, risky. I was really dehydrated, and I, I stayed up long past when I should have gone to bed, but also was doing physical exercise, like next exercise, but moving around, rocking around, being... Long past when my body would Wait, otherwise. Is this you in Vegas? Yes. Being dehydrated? Yes. yes. You're rocking around? Yeah, and doing like physical I'm, I'm like walking up and down. Well, I looked everyone at the, else I looked is trying at the to pedometer sleep. and I walked 20 miles that day. So, like. <laughs> everyone else is calm and that. Yeah. And so, but at the end of the night, at the end of the <laughs> oh, night, when dear. it was finally like, oh, it's about 6 30 a.m., I should probably go to bed. I was like, all right, let me lay down. And I couldn't sleep and I started freaking out because. My body, I was, I was delusional. I yeah. was tired. It was like I hadn't slept in so long. I didn't get good sleep the night before either. Uh, I used, to, I used to do it for fun. Yeah, like, when I was, was a kind teen, of, oh, the all nighter, dude. Not the all nighter, the like three or four all nighters. That's row. bad. Yeah, man, I used to do it for fun, kind of to challenge myself, but also because I have a sleep disorder, which meant that it was kind of necessary sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I could, oh, I, I wouldn't be able to sleep this. at night, so I, I would have this. to. Yeah, I would have to stay up for entire days and then you would think you know so i'm really tired in the morning but then by the time i get back home i'm sort of awake again yeah and it just kept going so sometimes it'd be three or four days and i remember one time having an entire conversation with someone who wasn't there 
very vividly, and that's when I fell asleep. I fell asleep and woke up and realized that one. the person I'd been talking to, it was someone I know, but they there's no way they were there. Was it me? No. <laughs> no, this was when I was a teenager. No, but it was an American. It was a guy from America that I'd oh. met once, mm-hmm. and I was just chatting to him for a long time, and then I fell asleep, and I felt bad that I was falling asleep on him. Yeah, but that's fucking wild. It dude. was so vivid. You know, I mean, we've all we've all had our fun with you know the hallucinogens and stuff. This is far more vivid than any of that, and mm-hmm. it's just your own brain. And so, if you think, well, that's what your brain can do if it's put in certain conditions, very convincingly. Then, yeah, if you have some kind of disorder like schizophrenia, which just kind of amplifies that or exacerbates it, then you can imagine people just walking around having full on delusions all the time, and it's kind of frightening. Yeah, I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to have it. It's not good, dude. It's, no. it's after that, I stopped doing those those long stretches. Yeah, of, uh, sleep deprivation. I used to find them fun, but well, I used to. Anymore. I mean, this is certainly probably wasn't on purpose, but I remember when I knew you, I'd hit, I'd be like getting off work because I used to work really early in the morning, and I'd be getting off work and I'd be like at the restaurant across the street from you. Yeah, and I, usually you'd come over because it'd be like eight thirty nine in the morning. And I'd hit you up, be like, "Hey, I'm over here eating breakfast. If you want to join." And sometimes you'd be like, no, nah, I'm just heading to bed. Yeah. And it's like nine in the morning, you know? Yeah. Well, the thing with my disorder is that, which actually I've, I've got a pretty good hold on now. It still drifts, but I'm better at reining it in. Uh, so my disorder is called non-24-hour sleep-weight disorder with a free-running cycle. Ah, it's a, a form, catchy title. Yeah, it's, a, it's an impossible <laughs> title. Non-24 is how most people abbreviate mm-hmm. it. Um, there is a Reddit for it. And... Uh, it's a form of delayed sleep phase syndrome, which is a circadian rhythm disorder. So basically the part of your body that tells you your, bo- your body is regulated by like sunlight, daylight mm-hmm. and nighttime. And that's how your body clock's supposed to work. Uh, but either like the hypothalamus or, or something doesn't quite register that. So it being sunlight doesn't tell you to be awake and it being nighttime doesn't tell you to be asleep. Uh, but some people also think the I mean, for that reason most I, I think like ninety percent of the people who have this disorder are blind, wow. so that would make a lot of sense. Um, yeah. But the other part of it is also the um, our clocks, our body clocks, run on a longer than a twenty four hour day. So mine, I figured out. Like I did the math. I went to like sleep clinics and stuff mm-hmm. for this. I really, I really studied it because it was ruining my life. Like I was missing yeah. everything. I like couldn't go. I I just couldn't do anything normally because my sleep pattern was changing every single day. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just like, oh, well, you got less sleep last night, so you're a little bit tired this morning. It was no, like, like yeah. full on shifts. And um, yeah. So when I did this thing, I mapped it out, and it turns out that I have a 26 hour day. Like my body works on a 26 hour cycle rather than a 24 hours. So each night, I'm naturally inclined to go to bed two hours later than I did the night before. So if I leave myself to my own devices and I don't force myself to get up or I don't force myself to go to sleep, I mean, I can't force myself to go to sleep. But yeah, if I don't do anything to try and manage it, uh, then I will just run on this cycle, going to sleep two hours later every day to the point. So at some point in my life, I've gone to sleep at like every minute of the day at some point. Uh, so I've gone to sleep at 1 p.m., I've gone to sleep at 2 p.m., I've gone to sleep at 8 a.m., I've gone to sleep at 10 p.m., gone yeah. to sleep at 9 p.m., gone to sleep at 8 p.m., 7 yeah. p.m., and I've woken up at all those times as well because of how it goes. Yeah, it was really, really destructive. 
And it's very, very hard to convince people that it's real. Does stuff like... Um, but it is absolutely real, and it sucks. Does stuff like Daylight Savings Time throw an extra wrench in the works? It, yeah, very recently. That's, that's actually just, made it quite hard. I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah, it made it quite hard. I was I was doing very well at staying in a, in a good pattern, um, and then the clocks moved forward an hour. And yeah, it just makes it that little bit harder. Just that little bit harder. It's, it's just one hour, but it throws me off to the, to the point where it's extra effort to get back to where I was. It's funny because I actually used to mock openly people who were <laughs> who were put off by daylight savings time. But this year, for the first time in my life, I find that it's like four in the morning and I'm wide awake. Yeah. And I don't like that feeling. I don't like no, going it's... to bed that late. Uh, the other night, I went to bed at about 7 a.m., 7.30 and I don't. I do not like to sleep past noon. If I'm sleeping past noon, I'm not happy about it. Yeah. So even if I'm going to bed at seven thirty, I'm like, well, the alarm's set for ten thirty. I guess I'm getting three hours tonight. Right. And you know, I'm laying in bed, cats hanging out with me, and I'm just like staring at the ceiling, fucking yeah. bloodshot eyes. <laughs> well, the thing with my one is that when, when you tell people you got a sleep disorder, people tend not to have a very good understanding of any of them. The one they understand is like insomnia. Mm-hmm. Which they think is, oh, just not being able to get sleep at night. But they still go to sleep and they still wake up at the same time. They just feel like it sucks because they only got so many hours of sleep. The thing with mine is that I sleep perfectly normal. And if anything, people like us tend to really, really need it to the point where I would set, yeah, for, for school, for instance, I would set five different alarms all in different parts of the room. So I'd have one on my phone, one on my computer, uh, one on a separate alarm clock. And then I'd also have a friend come and try to wake me up. I was living in dorms at the time. Wow. And I would go to sleep at whatever, you know, 6 a.m., knowing I needed to be up at 7. But I'd be like, that's fine. It's an hour from now. I'll be able to get up. And then waking up and it's uh, 2 p.m., 1 p.m. And everyone, like all my alarms went off. Uh, My friend said, yeah, I was knocking at the door for ages. You just didn't answer. And yeah, that's exactly what happens. I, and I've missed really, really important things because of that. And it's very hard to explain why. Yeah, I was asleep. It's like, it sounds like you're just I was an asleep. asshole. Yeah. yeah, dude, like, and and it depends what time, whatever appointment it was. Sorry, if it's I, had, like, I had to go meanies. I'm sorry. Yeah, if it's <laughs> like, like, like 9 a.m., then people assume that you've overslept or that you're hungover or something like that. But I was missing things at like 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. You know, I was missing things at 6 p.m., 5 p.m. And then people were like, what the fuck happened? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, and I have to explain to them, it's this fucking thing yeah. I've got. Uh, but I have got a pretty good handle on it now. That's nice. um, and, and also having kids, like, they w- they're better at waking you up than any alarm clock. Well, do you like, have to do, like, the power downs and stuff? Power downs? Yeah, people who have sleep disorders, like, that involve not being able to sleep when they should. Mm-hmm. Usually do this thing where they'll not look at electronics for an hour before they go to bed I, and I've stuff tr- like oh, that. Oh, that's yeah, sleep hygiene. It's yeah. called. Yeah, I've tried all of that. Doesn't um, work. No, didn't make a significant difference. Uh, if I was awake, I was awake. If anything, lying in bed with no stimulus, nothing to distract my mind, uh, would be a lot worse. Uh, at least psychologically, it'd be a lot worse. Um, but I used to have. They they gave me at the hospital this huge, uh, kind of like a floodlight to put in my room that's supposed to emulate sunlight. So oh, wow. um, I had to. You know what they were like? Oh, yeah, simple. You just uh, when you need to wake up, uh, you set an alarm for half an hour before then, and you turn this thing on, and it fills the room with the brightest light imaginable, and uh, that will stimulate your hypothalamus or whatever the fuck, and then you'll be fine. Um, no, it didn't work because if I could get up to do that, then I could get up anyway. I'm not. Right. I, I can force myself to wake up if I need to. 
you know, uh, the problem with my disorder, the way it was then anyway, was the I wouldn't even know that something was trying to wake me up because I would be that deep, you know, and it's, it's it sucks. It is a little better now. Some people say it gets better with age. Uh, yeah. It's apparently quite common in adolescence, uh, and then they slowly grow out of it. I've still for sure got it. Like, I can tell every day that, like, oh, yeah, tonight's going to be a hard one. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a lot better than it was. Whew. Yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'll tell you what I do though. It's, this is not a sleep disorder. One of the things I do is I get so caught up in things that I am like, oh, it's 2 a.m. This is, I should wrap it up in the next half an hour. And then it's 3 a.m. Oh yeah. I should wrap this up in the next half an hour. The other night I went to bed about 5.30 a.m. because I was playing Pokemon Red on an emulator on my computer. <laughs> Well, you got an emulator finally, it sounds like. Oh, I'm so excited about it, too. And I've been playing it. I've been catching them all, my friend. I'm surprised they haven't updated that game. Oh, they did. Fire Red. It's Fire Red. It's the it's like the oh, it's remaster. Like well, I mean... It's still like 2D and kind of shitty, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's... it's So Pokemon Red was for like the original Game Boy. Yeah, I Pokemon know. Fire Red was for the Game Boy Advance, which was basically just oh, a colorized right. version. So I pulled, I I got a. But they haven't done like a console version of it, have they? I think there's one for the Switch right now called Sword and Scale or something like. Sword no, it can't be called Sword and Scale. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Pikachu, <a> sick loner. <laughs> uh, no Sword and Shield. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And that one's for the Switch, so that's probably the most up-to-date one. It wouldn't shock me. I think they should make a Pokemon like MMORPG like Warcraft. I feel like that would be immensely popular. Well, they did. It was called Pokemon Go. <laughs> that's what Libby said. She said yeah. it was called Pokemon. But it's not the same. You can't battle Pokemon. You just go yeah, around can. town throwing, swiping no, little... No, no, no. You can battle. It's basically like non-sexual Tinder. You just you can, swipe yeah, on things. You can battle. What? You can battle your Pokemon with other people. No, you cannot. Yes, you can. That's would, what, that was would, the whole point honest, of the game. I'm going to be honest with you. I've never played well, it. Well, never even go. downloaded yeah, it. You were, you were, <laughs> you're absolutely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> just, but it was short lived. That, that whole craze. I remember it being, you know, I, just, I, I was doing it. Dude, I just remember everyone I know was. I just remember it being on crazy. my college campus. I remember being on my college campus walking. I was working at this college at the time and I was walking. And like a bunch of kids, not that much younger than me. I'm like 25. They're probably like 20. They're like running in a mass, running across the campus, yeah. being like, there's a star me over there <laughs> or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. The problem is they never found a way to really make it pay off. Like you could do as well as you possibly could and collect as much as, you know. Well, not until you've caught them all. Yeah, but I, I don't think you could. Well, Libby was telling me that there are some that are only available in certain countries. Yeah. Like, apparently, Mr. Mime, only available in France, which sounds like so, a joke, right? but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't be bothered. It's not a real game. It's like you're just swiping at AR, right? Yeah, but like, it was oddly It'd be like I, po- I point at your backyard, and there's a Pokemon right there, and I just throw balls. It's like there's not even a... I don't have to battle them or anything, right? Well, yeah, there are gyms. You don't got to consider types? Yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, no, there were gyms, so you could go to a gym and battle the owners of the gym and take it over. You could become the gym master. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Do you know anyone who was a gym leader? I was. What gym were you a leader of, dude? It was somewhere near when I lived in North Hollywood. Um, I think it was <laughs> like... Moon no, it was like a liquor store, seriously. It was like... <laughs> Standing outside in your fucking Pokemon camp, yeah, I, I, no. like <laughs> loking up on people as they walk in. <laughs> no, but this I did it. Gym. 
I did it and I won. And I was like, oh shit, that was easier than I thought. Uh-huh. I fucking yes and walked away. And then like a few minutes later, I got a notification that someone else had taken it. Damn. Yeah. But you don't fight them like, it's weird. You don't fight them directly. You just got to make sure your Pokemon are a good selection and that they're in good shape. Uh, yeah. It was fun. I remember that uh, for like, I don't know, a few months, however long it really lasted, a couple of months. And yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was, it was nice to see. Like, I remember walking from our, my apartment to Idlauer and, you know, playing it all the way. And like everyone at Idlauer was playing it. That was fun. Oh my god, like, that was yeah, a well, really that's, unusual that's thing. What everyone says, and it makes me feel bad that I didn't participate. I really should have. And it wasn't. I don't recall it being out of any sort of like too good for thisism. It <laughs> was like I. I must have been. I think I was like just graduating at the time, so I was far too busy for yeah. But it was but it like, was I really didn't feel your... like I missed out. Like <laughs> it was. It was a fun little moment. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I know someone else who was playing Tape Face. Fuck me. <laughs> I'm pre- He's still playing now on the strip. No, He's no, no. Because it was around the time I was, I was working on that season of America, America's Got Talent. And, uh-huh. uh, and he loved it. Yeah, he, he was, was like, he oh, was mate. In there. No, no, no. He saw me playing it and he was like, you know, there's a, if you go into the actual auditorium, there's usually a Pikachu up at the top. <laughs> Stupid. Although he doesn't stupid, speak. Stupid fucking life. <laughs> fucking tape face. That guy was awesome. I, I, I got into a habit of wearing different... Ba- I have a ton of band t-shirts. And I get yeah. into a habit of wearing different ones each day just to see if he commented on them. Uh-huh. And he usually did. He, he has surprisingly good knowledge of music. Like, oh. Big Ween fan. Anyway. S- Slaughtered Vomit Dolls. That's a movie, I guess. <laughs> you wearing your shirt of that. Lucifer Valentine. <laughs> your old buddy. <laughs> Lucifer Valentine. From the Cradle of Phil Forums, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Ooh, odd, dude. I wonder if I can find something that, that piqued my interest recently. Um, so I don't know if you're familiar with these memes that have been going around, but there's these things called iceberg memes. Iceberg memes? Yeah. So this time back into our Titanic chat from the last yes. episode. <laughs> they'll sort of uh they'll sort of they take the form of an of an image of an iceberg and then they section off the uh they section off the picture and it's oh, fuck, god damn it. I wish I could talk and do something at the same time, but I'm really failing at it, I gotta be honest with you. You gotta remember, people are only hearing this. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm scrolling through my phone trying to find the thing I found. But so there's these things called iceberg memes where they take a giant picture of an iceberg where the vast majority of it is the underneath part of the iceberg. Because you know, that's yeah, the whole thing is icebergs are enormous underneath the water, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, they'll do that and they'll label it so it'll be like to sort of describe your fandom. So they'll break it up into like eight levels, and it'll be like. You know, level one of, say, Buffy the Vampire Slayer would be like, level one, the tip of the iceberg would be like, have heard of it, have watched most of the episodes, level two. And then at the bottom of the iceberg would be like, war Sarah Michelle Gellar's skin or, you know, whatever. Okay. So there was one of them for horror movies. And I wanted to see how well you would fare with it. Oh, how far down the iceberg are we Yeah, because it gets... I mean, you don't need to have the iceberg meme to... Well, because I want to know the names, because there were a lot of them that I'd never that. heard of. There were a lot of them I'd never heard of at all. Okay, well, yeah, let me see yeah. how I do. So, let me see here. I wouldn't call myself an expert by any means. I know maybe more than the average bear, but no, it's people like Aaron you'll want to ask about that. Yeah, uh, let me see here. 
This is bad. This is Dead bad air. audio. I know. I'm sorry. I watched uh, Annabelle Comes Home the other night. How was that? I, I think that's, that's on the I iceberg. That's, that's on the, the bottom iceberg. of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> that's for the true heads. You know what? Out of the Conjuring universe, that was my favorite. That's not saying much, but that was my favorite out of the Conjureverse or whatever the fuck they call it. The Warrenverse. Anyway. Really? It was good? No. Oh, but it was your favorite? <laughs> but it was better I than mean, the others. Oh, but you don't like any of them. You don't even like The Conjuring, which is like no, arguably uh, the only good one. Th- no, the reason I thought this was a little bit better was because it was pretty to the point. It did have a bunch of like stupid emotional shit in the background, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it was like, all right, well, what if the whole of the Warrens Museum in their house, their collection of cursed objects, all went mental all at once? And I was like, yeah, fair enough. That's That's a movie that's perfectly fine to make it's not going to blow any minds but it's a bunch of different ghosts and demons hobbling around in a house that's fun the others were just ponderous and boring and stupid <laughs> but right. also what i love about the that whole universe is that i think some people have pointed this out i think it's well known that people point out how terrible parent uh, <laughs> terrible a pair of parents the warrens are because mm-hmm. they have this daughter who they seemingly completely neglect because they're always off you know, going to solve some demon and uh, they kind of leaving her at home with these, <laughs> with a collection of haunted, haunted artifacts. Um, and sometimes having full on breakdowns in front of her, the mom seems to have breakdowns all the time where she has some visions. She's it's like, Rose Byrne, Oh, right? I've had a, no, it's a Vera Famiga. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they're like, Oh, sorry, kid. We got to leave you for another five weeks to go to, England, where we're pretty sure your mom's going to die based on the vision that she had. You'll be fine, though, right? But in this one, they at least try to tackle that by focusing it around the daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, it's the Warrens at the beginning being like, yeah, we got to go. And uh, See you later, toots. Yeah, see you later, yeah. toots. Uh, we're leaving you alone with the babysitter and her weird friend who's going to barge in here and mess <laughs> everything up by asking if there's a spirit present in a haunted room and letting the Annabelle doll out. Yeah, uh, see you Did later. You- uh, but then... Um, yeah, the res- they go, and then the rest of the film is about, like, mostly how fucking miserable that daughter is. Like, how she has no <laughs> friends, no one ever comes to her birthday. Damn. Like, her parents are... I mean, they, you know, that there's, like, a newspaper article where it's like, oh, uh, these these Warrens are hoaxers, which they are. Yeah, I was going to say, is there, there going to be a movie proof- where it shows, like, Ed Warren getting into fist fights on talk shows and, like, just being the <laughs> abject asshole that he was? Yeah, no, there might be there might be one where it shows them just having a dinner party and coming up with the Amityville haunting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because uh, that's apparently bugs. exactly yeah. what happened. Yeah, but um, no, no, no. But they, they do try and, like, kind of excuse that behavior by focusing on the daughter. Don't hand me one of those institutions right there. Oh, yeah. The, try sun, the sun Doesn't Rise Tropical IPA is what we're breaking into. And while you hand me that, I'm going to ask you. It's did if you ever, the sun doesn't rise. Did you, oh, if the sun doesn't rise. Yeah. It's a conditional. If, if, have you ever happened to see... Um, first of all, on this can, these there's a toucan, sort of a psychic-looking toucan surrounded by eyeballs. Looks not dissimilar to a Pokemon. You could pass this for a Pokemon. Well, no, it's a toucan. It's a toucan again, surrounded by eyeballs. That's so basically what Pokemon eyes, are, yeah. you know. Uh, but the position of the placement of two particular eyeballs makes it look like he's got wonky breasts. Like wonky nude human breasts that are sitting on either side of the If you want to see what we're talking about, look up Institution Ale (laughs) Company. If the sun doesn't rise, tropical IPA. All right.
So what's this? I what's this uh, iceberg about? Oh well, before I get into that, just out okay. of curiosity, have you seen The Conjuring Two? Yeah, <laughs> utterly tedious. Fucking awful. One of the most tedious. The the fucking campfire, like the fireside guitar scene. Oh, you think that that's the worst? Not the dog turning into like a spooky ghost man. I don't remember <laughs> that happening. Yeah. sounds stupid as it, hell. It, there's literally a, a family dog, and it turns into an into a crooked man. Oh boy! By the way, boy. the Enfield Poltergeist was like a real thing. It was something that actually well. It wasn't a real poltergeist, but it was a real media sensation in the UK. And like to first of all, the Warrens were barely involved in real life. Like they had very mm-hmm. little to do with it. They sniffed it out when they, you know, mm-hmm. heard that someone was getting more attention than they were for mm-hmm. demons and <laughs> flew over instantly, abandoning their daughter. I mean, it's also weird. <laughs> really, some awful people. Oh, dude. I mean, yeah, yeah. You don't even get. I, I can't remember the details of it, so I won't get into it. But yeah, like Ed Warren having like a fifteen-year-old girlfriend. Who his oh wife God. was just sort of I, I fine didn't, with. They didn't adopted, know that, but they it's adopted not a girl, yeah. And like he was just in a relationship with her. Yeah, anyway, that they're, they're okay. definitely not the nice, friendly, no, yeah. you know, it's cool not demon Rose Byrne that, and, and um Jason Bateman or whoever those Rose Byrne and Jason Bateman. Who are the guys who play the Warrens in the movie? Patrick Wilson and Vera Famiga. Oh, that's the second time in a row. Yeah. Rose Byrne must have been in one of these movies. I don't think she was. She no. must have been in Insidious or she might The have, Conjuring. She might have been in Insidious. She might be right. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, so, right here. Ready? Okay. Uh, so, I mean, this should be easy. The top one, we'll just say, I'll give you all of them at once and we can kind of go from there. We'll okay. freestyle it. Very tippy iceberg. This is actually... In the section, it's actually above oh, the geez, iceberg. Oh, jeez, this is a long list. It's Look above the iceberg, It's not actually. even a meme. It's just a, it's like a credit sequence on top of a picture of an yeah, ice, but iceberg. Yeah, I like the pictures of like the further down you get, what you turn into oh. as you're looking at so, it. Right, yeah, some, like, the bottom you turn of... into like a porpoise. Yeah, that's maybe where, I'm, where I am right now. You're Let's a porpoise. See. So just even, a, even in the sky above the iceberg are things like Friday the, the 13th, Shining, The Exorcist. Ring, Conjuring, Child's Play, Annabelle. Nightmare on Elm right. Street, Scream, Insidious, and The Grudge. Yeah. Easy, right? Seen all of those. Tier one cleared. Checkmark. Yeah. Tier two. Saw, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, House of a Thousand Corpses, The Human Centipede, The Hills Have Eyes, Hostel, Midsummer, and Tusk. 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 Tusk okay. made it in. Tusk made it in. Well, I have seen all of those, okay. including Tusk. Tier three. It's my shame. Solo. Yep. Human Centipede 2. Wait, Solo, you put in horror? Well, I guess so, but... I, mean, I think it's just kind of disturbing Disturbing movies. movies. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, if they've already got Solo by tier three, how many tiers are there? One, two, like nine? If no, eight. There's eight. If Solo's at three, yeah, then it's getting, it's okay. going to get... All right. Yeah, let's see. I told you, I, I'm pretty much out by tier four where I don't haven't even heard of them. Oh, okay. Well, let's okay, go. Okay, so Solo, Human Centipede yep, 2, yep. Martyrs, Pink yep. Flamingos... Yep. Uh, Serbian film, yep. Cannibal Holocaust, yep. The House that yep. Jack Built, Suicide Club. Yep. These are the House ones I haven't. Built. These are the ones I haven't heard of. Tetsuo the Iron yeah. Man. You haven't seen that? No. What's oh, that one? you'd love that. What's what I? <laughs> what's that? I one? think you would. It's immersive. It's a, it's a weird Japanese black and white movie about a guy who's like kind of made. I, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it even, but he's mm. like made of metal, mm-hmm. like scrap, and it, it's. I wouldn't say it was. Eh, it's disturbing. Is I it on so. par with say Cannibal Holocaust? Uh, or no, they're pretty different. I would say it was about where um, I don't know what you compare that to. Maybe like one of Takashi Meets films. You know, it's, it's okay. not that. It's not much worse than like Ichi the Killer. Or, okay. Shujo yeah. Tsubaki. Do you know this one? S H O U J O T S U B A K I. It does sound familiar. Is there an English title for it? Mm, I can look it up. Yeah, look Let's it up see real quick. It yeah, that is that is the annoying thing. Is this list is also one of those ones that likes to put things. It might be like Tokyo Gold, please. So it looks like it's a. 
Oh, I remember Tokyo Gore Police. Mm. No, th- this looks like it's a like an anime or something. Yeah. It's an, it's like a gore anime. Let me see here. It's not Uritsuki Doju, right? The Legend of the Overfiend. Um, maybe not. No, I'm it not wouldn't sure. be that because that has a, a Japanese So it's name. a movie. It says it's a... Um, does it have an English title? That's, so if, that's if what it I'm trying to find. It does I, the Camellia Girl. Oh, uh, no, I haven't seen yeah, it. No, I don't know this one. Okay, so that's... I mean, but still, that's the majority in Tier 3 you've got, right? So this is... I've got those... I've got all of those as well, right? Well, except for that one, evidently. Well, I mean, in terms of having heard of most of them, the only ones I haven't heard of are the Iron Man and Shujo Subaki, whatever that is. Yeah, you should watch that. It's fun. I need to watch that again. It's been like... Yeah, not since I was a teenager. So when we get to tier four, we start uh-huh. getting into movies that I've seen a little bit of. I don't know that I've ever seen one of these in their entirety, but I've heard of a few of them. Okay. So now we're getting. So one of them is called Slow Torture Puke Chamber. That's, now let me tell you, that's these my are, friend Lucifer Valentine. Oh, really? Because I believe, I believe yeah. uh, Slaughtered Vomit Dolls is also in this yep. tear. So that's your boy. Yeah, that's my boy. I, I think they're in the same uh, saga. <laughs> yeah, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, Lucifer Valentine, man. Yeah, he, he made is a bunch he in of, a metaphile? Yeah. Okay. Well, certainly it seems like he is from yeah. the films he makes. All his films are like vomit gore films. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not very good at all. No. <laughs> I have a metaphobia, right? Like I, I yeah. vomit really freaks me out. I don't like it. Um, but I watch slow vomit dolls, and uh, I haven't seen slow torture pute chamber, but mm-hmm. I imagine it's more of the same. My brother saw it. Uh, he actually got it. This is how cool Hollywood and blockbuster videos used to be. He got slaughtered vomit dolls from a Hollywood video. Really? Yeah, on DVD. God. He watched it, and he told me about it. He he watched a lot of. He would find these weird movies in the horror section at at Hollywood. And he'd just get him and he'd watch him and he's very hard to he's unflappable. Yeah. And slaughtered vomit dolls didn't really peak his eyebrows no, either. Rubbish. He like, was just and he said he said it was like <laughs> he said it was like a goth industrial yeah. porno. Like it, he was like it is. Yeah. He said it was like the scenes in the Matrix Reloaded, but with vomiting. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. like a it's like a bad Cradle of Phil video. Mm-hmm. So this is I'll also yeah. say that this is where the titles of the videos start becoming like um indistinguishable from death metal song titles okay uh so life and death of a porno gang is one of them uh, i've not seen it never even heard of it i have heard the name slaughtered vomit dolls of yeah, course that's your boy. classic viva la muerte mm, heard the name melancholy der angel that's yeah angel's melancholy i've seen that and i wish i hadn't regurgitated sacrifice yeah. <laughs> you know regurgitated sacrifice regurgitated sacrifice you? that's another lucifer valentine fuck really i'm this pretty guy, sure oh, of course i should have guessed with the regurgitated yeah, <laughs> yeah no i'm i'm fairly sure that was him i, I honestly all, don't know if no idea the guy was so prolific <laughs> honestly i don't know if i saw that one but okay. uh, i think that is him yeah where did the dead go i don't know that one uh juvenile crime don't know it. philosophy of a knife yes that one's nasty but that's, wow. I mean, that's that's Unit Seven Three One. Really, that's like the kind of the- yeah. It's like a long. It's fucking long. It's like four hours, if I remember correctly. I didn't watch. I didn't sit through the whole thing because honestly, a lot of it's boring as fuck. But I did watch like the some of the gore parts of it, and yeah, it's fucking horrible. National Lampoon's Beta House. American Is, Pie's bit house. It would have been, fun- <laughs> it it been, been funny one. if you got it. it. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't. <laughs> oh, well. 
Snuff 102. Yep. I don't think I ever saw that, but I did, I, I'm I aware of it. I think that's 102. Yeah. Implying there's a 101 somewhere. No, that's, that's, that's the idea, I guess. But no, uh, I haven't seen that. Necromantic. Yeah. I'm surprised that's so low. So, you know. Yeah, I think these, high, I, when they get down there, so... According to the when I asked about it in the comments, they said that like the bottom two tiers are like mostly illegal. Like they're not even movies; they're like actual snuff videos oh, sure. or whatever. Well, have you. Uh, yeah, Necromantic One and Two I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Necromantic One is good. Like I, I wouldn't even put it, you know, in like the kind of grot box. It's I mean, it's definitely grotty, but it's mm-hmm. funny too. It's really funny. Um, and then of course you have it okay. just says guinea pig, which makes me yeah. question the makes me question the bones of whoever did this because guinea pig isn't doesn't no, describe a single movie. Like, I think five of them, yeah. or four of them. It maybe. just says guinea pig. So yeah. like, which one? They probably mean flowers of flesh and blood, yeah. which is the famous one that Charlie Sheen thought was real. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, famously, I've seen I, I've seen at least three of those. I've seen the first one, which I think is just called guinea pig. Oh no, it's called something. Guinea pig something, and then the number two is Flowers of Flesh and Blood, and then there's Mermaid in a Manhole, mm-hmm. which is fascinating. I wanted to rip that? that off for a Wolseley show. Mermaid in a Manhole, mm-hmm. yeah. I was going to have really Shannon play idea. a mermaid in a bathtub. I, I that was wrote, decomposing. I remember. I, I think I can name her. It doesn't matter. We never made it, uh, but it actually did make it into one of my shows in a very different way. But um, I wrote a script back in the day for Michelle Dannon to to be in called Michelle in a Trash Can. Oh, and it was a similar concept? And it was very similar, yeah. yeah. And every time he took a photo of her, she would uh, get a little worse. decompose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really a beautiful... Ma- no, right, we might have lost you there. Yeah, sorry, we folks. ran out of space. We've been recording so much quality content. We were just going through our tier list of the finest horror films, one of our and favorite we were, subjects here. And we, we were, were talking on- about the guinea pig series. Yes. And I said the mermaid in a manhole was actually... Very good. I think Flowers of Flesh and Blood is really good too. I think the ending of it's really creepy. People think it's with mostly the, just with like the garden. A, yeah, have you seen it? No, you've told me about oh, it. Oh, I've told you about oh, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm so boring. I'm no, such a broken no, record. Not at all, not at all. Yeah, no, I think the ending is really creepy. The guy, he's dressed up like a samurai mm-hmm. dissecting this woman and talking to. I don't really know who he's, who he's meant to be talking to. I don't think it's that he's filming it himself. I think he's just sort of talking to himself Almost as like a if he's doing. Or something? Almost like a surgeon giving a mm. giving a lecture because he he's apparently given her some drug that he's concocted that uh, transforms her pleasure her pain and pleasure receptors mm-hmm. switches them around so when she feels pain she actually feels pleasure so she's kind of like in this dopey days while he's like cutting her hands off and stuff and, and she's like coming while it's happening right not exactly no it doesn't really go quite that far uh, she's just kind of euphoric slightly euphoric in a very mm. drugged out way. Mm. Uh, but then at the end, he shows off his collection, and he's got like this kind of like, little greenhouse full of mm-hmm. decomposing heads with like uh, plants growing out of them and maggots running. Away. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's really cool. It's kind of it's very. I'd be surprised if the people who made the Hannibal TV series hadn't seen that because mm-hmm. there's a lot of that kind of thing. And uh, what's his face? Your your Ari Aster as well. I think he's got. I Ari what. Everyone's Arias. Okay, <laughs> he belongs to all of us. <laughs> yeah, but he's got an eye for that too. Like the, mm. the you know kind of strangely grotesque, almost like art. Yeah, yeah. you know, like with the the head at the end of um, Hereditary and uh, mm-hmm. in Midsummer, all those you know the bodies that they kind of bring in, they've been mm-hmm. dissected and that kind of corny presented. that corny cartoon pajama bear costume that he puts the guy in at the end. Yeah, I'm it's not thinking so much. More, I'm thinking more about. I get away from it. That is a 
stupid fucking movie. Midsummer, yeah. yeah, it's not. I liked it at first, and then like the more I think about it, I'm like, that was very bad. I actually don't. I, I don't dislike it as much as I thought I was going to. I really dislike Her- Hereditary. I think it's very stupid. I think Hereditary might be better than Midsummer. I'm not sure. I, I, I just think it's stupid, mostly because of how fucking stoked he was about it and everyone else. And I was just like, no. Ultimately, this is not a very good. The only movie of his I like is the dad rape movie. <laughs> Something up, Something with, the up with the Joneses or whatever, or whatever was, the yeah, fuck. Yeah. Stupid fucking shit. Yeah, but that's basically where I judge him from. You know, I saw that before Hereditary or anything else, and I was just like, well, yeah, it's clearly the same dude. He's got some Brooklyn friends, and he's decided to make, you know. Uh, anyway, but yeah, there's an eye for that kind of thing, and I think Flowers of Flesh and Blood does it. for And Mermaid in a Manhole, hard to say. Mermaid in a Manhole, yeah. Yeah, really, Ari that's an interesting is, one. Is that's no got like pig. that's got something to say. You know that movie uh-huh. has something to say. It's very about, much like, like Dorian Gray. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. the destructive nature of art. You know, like if if you're mm-hmm. creating art of something, are you actually destroying it or are you mm-hmm. sucking its life force out to absolutely something? When it's, you it's re- whenever you yeah. render anything, representation is a form of yeah, yeah. Although, granted, it never really says that necessarily in the movie. It mostly is just a woman with like a bunch of grotesque boils, kind of bursting all over yeah, the place. That's all you need. <laughs> that's that's a more potent statement than half the movies you see today, which are like, you know. I think I've learned something. <laughs> yeah, Isn't it funny how that was. I don't like a think parody? it deserves to be in the. I at the end of the nine, at, at the end of the nineties, when South Park had just started, and the joke was at the end yeah. of every episode, they would go, "I've learned, I've learned something, something today. today." Yeah, and yeah, then no, that became actual just like, cinema. Oh yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we shouldn't bother, you know, <laughs> leaving it up to the idiots watching this to mm-hmm. to figure out what we're trying to say. We should just tell them. All right, so tier five. This is I'm. I'll be shocked if you know these ones because I've heard of none of them. No, try me. I won't lie. Women's Flesh, My Red Guts. No. <laughs> My Chan's Daily Life, the movie. No. Tumbling Doll of Flesh. Tumbling Doll of Flesh, I know. Yeah. Really? So what's that, that one? Do you know anything so, about it? So Tumbling Doll of Flesh has another name. It's not just Tumbling Doll of Flesh. It's also known by... I'll look it up. Uh it's known by something else. I can't remember. I've never seen it, but yeah, that was one that got mentioned quite a lot. So, uh, Niku Daruma is one of them. The film is noted for its very extreme content. It's widely regarded as one of the most offensive and disgusting films ever to have been produced. Yeah. Uh, should I read a little bit of the plot? If I remember correctly, it's about a real-life case in Japan. A real-life murder and torture case of a girl. I forget her name. It's shown almost entirely through a stationary camera and a held, handheld one. The film has a woman named Kana... The man named Kiku being hired to star in an amateur porno being made by two men. As the shoot progresses, it incorporates elements of blah, 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 breast bondage, multiple gender, blah, blah, blah. Uncomfortable with how the rough film has gotten, Kana tries to leave, prompting the director to knock her out, tired to a bed and strip her. Uh-oh. <laughs> While Kiku rapes the semi-conscious Kana, the director cuts her legs off with a meat cleaver. Oh, God damn it. And mutilates her tongue with a knife, potato peeler, and shears to stop her screaming. Mm-hmm. When Kana passes out from the pain, she's injected with drugs to wake her up and keep her conscious. Kana's right arm is... Oh, this is just... Yeah. Oof. Okay, no, I haven't seen it. Oof. <laughs> I, heard about, I heard about that one a lot. I never watched it. By the way, guys, that second paragraph goes on for another good few sentences if you want to look it up on Wikipedia. It does have a page. Yeah. Which to me that makes sounds it. kind of powerful, of course, for this kind of stuff. Though. Yeah. The Taming right. of Rebecca. Nope. 
The Necrophiles. No. The Gateway Meat. <laughs> gateway Meat? Yeah, I don't no. know. That's a funny title. I think I feel like they've just gone on. <laughs> they made stuff up. Like, yeah, I mean, no, I'm sure they're real, but I don't think they've watched any. Well, some of these, you know what a lot of these honestly sound like to me is movies that you would find. So I don't know if you had this in England, but in America at a lot of independent record shops like music stores, they would have a DVD section, but for whatever reason, at music stores in particular, their DVD section would have these weird fucking like self-produced DVDs in there. Oh, really? It's where you'd pick up Faces of Death or something no, but like that. Faces of Death is very well known. That's not well, and that's by the way, this is something that actually really makes me question this this list because Faces of Death and Traces of Death and Mondo Kane are in the next tier down. Oh, really? Which I'm like, well, your well scale known. is way off. I like, yeah, most of the, uh, this tier, I don't really mm-hmm. understand. But uh, yeah. name some others. Let me see. Well, the reason I said that is because this sounds like something you'd find at a music store. Eccentric Psycho Cinema. <laughs> that sounds like a compilation of... Yeah, I have no it idea. It sounds like fucking the shit Mike Patton was putting yeah, together. I was about to say, did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, was it Mondo uh, Shido or something? What was it called? Video Macumba. Yeah. yeah, that apparently he sent around in the early 90s mm-hmm. and was apparently incredibly disgusting. And it's all, it's pretty much all feces stuff, right? Yeah, a lot of it is. Yeah. And like some drowning kid and stuff. Yeah, it was a, Mike Patton's a weird dude. Yeah. That's why Aust- you're <laughs> Oster Montag? Nope. And Girl Hell 1999. No. <laughs> so tier five is. But then again, so tier we, five is back to normal. It sounds like. So we Mother get into. Kanye no, show. so that was tier five. So tier six. Oh, okay. Tier six of eight is where we get into ones that even I've heard of. Traces yeah. of Death, Faces of Death, yeah. and Mondo Kane. Yeah. And then you get into Junk Films, mm. Africa Adio, Buried yeah. in the Sand. Africa Adio is about the same kind of. Kind of like compilations of. Yeah, yeah. Banned from televisions, Arquivos da Morte Saga. The Dark Side of the Porn. The Dark Side of the Porn. That's great. Orozco the Embalmer. That's my name on most uh, forums. If you guys want to find <laughs> me on Reddit, Orozco the Embalmer. Black Metal Veins and Death File Red. Okay, so these are getting yeah, absurd no, at this point. Now I'm just going to read some titles to you. Uh, so Tier 7, Death to Kufar, Vomit Enema Ecstasy 1 and 2. That might be Lucifer Valentine. It sounds I, I, like I don't it, recognize it. it I, like how, it I do be. like that if it is Lucifer Valentine, for some reason that one is so beyond the pale that it's three <laughs> tiers deeper than his other ones. He really excelled himself. <laughs> vomit, what is it? Vomit Death Enema? Vomit Enema Ecstasy. Vomit, vomit Enema Ecstasy. KT Trilogy. Uh-huh. Saudi Scream Volume 1 to 5. Mm-hmm. No Vaseline, the great porn swindle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great title, if nothing else. Yeah. No, I don't know any of these. Oh, I'll God. I want to get back into immersive theaters so I can make a year of shows that are just titled this <laughs> and then release like the season playbill <laughs> at the beginning. It's like buy a season pass. All right. In August, come see, uh, let's see, what the Motel say, yeah. Files and other random cuts. Kuso <laughs> Limitless. Kuso? Not, I don't think, that's not Kuzo, the one by Flying Lotus. Yeah. No, it's, which could feasibly end up on this list somewhere. Yeah, I think that's a little. I think that's more of a just like kind a of a tier, gross out three. comedy movie. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Yeah. yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, is well, it good? Actually, no, you I think never, it's worth watching? I never finished it. No, I didn't think it was worth anything. I boring. It was very good. Yeah, it was boring. I liked the opening credit nice. sequence. With it was like a musical number at the beginning, and that was kind mm-hmm. of exciting. But I didn't watch yeah. past that. No, uh, I got to like Tim Heidecker's bit. Uh oh, uh, that's never good. Done. Yeah. 
Okay. Right. And then the final one is a lot of stuff I can't pronounce, but Emokoas Sexuas De Um Cavallo, Snuff R73, Redristos Fatias 3, Most Disturbed Person on Planet Earth 1 to 3, <laughs> Porn Gore Volume 1 and 2, Fubar, which of course, as Fubar. you know, is an acronym for Fucked Up Beyond mm-hmm. All Repair, The Ogreish Collection, which I know the website. Ogre-ish. I know the website Ogreish. So what, someone just compiled a bunch of those videos? on a VHS. It's like still frames. Okay. And then, finally, Fetus Munchers, Volume 1 and 2. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't know any of those. It it sounds like they've kind of gone through a list of, like, you know, random, Mm -hmm. you know. They went a little lot. They were were in some Discord. Yeah. Half the shit is made up. Well, they've, and I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of it's real, but they've they've missed out some stuff that would certainly make one of the higher tiers, or the lower tiers, I guess, on... On that, uh, such as Guso Milk, Guso. I don't know that one. Guso Milk. Don't look it up. I remember there was one um, called uh, MSAD. I can't remember what number it is MSAD something or other. That's one of the that that like destroyed my life. Uh, I wish I hadn't seen that. There was one that I saw at a video store once. Again, like at an amoeba. It, you always found these things at videos. It's MASD. You always found these things at music stores for some reason. But yeah. this one was called like uh, the the Blood Moon or something like that. And it was some German movie that all that said all over the DVD cover was how it got banned a zillion times. And I never bought it because it was like $30. But mm-hmm. I was always curious. It's really stuck in my head. Never really heard it mentioned since then. No. Well, maybe it's a creepypasta. Maybe it's one of those things that actually didn't I was, really exist. I was actually just about to bring up. Of course you are. One of the things that made me laugh a lot when I was on 4chan back in high school was there was a common meme, which was the grifter. The are grifter. you familiar with this? No. So basically what it was is whenever anyone would bring up disturbing things, creepy... Because, you know, you're on 4chan once every week. Someone's like creepy thread tell me what the creepiest thing you've ever seen on the internet is mm-hmm. it was this in joke for people who'd been around in a while to be like oh have you seen the grifter and then everyone would comment and be like stop it. oh stop i have talking heard of, about no this. i know the grift oh no no well no but the thing no, is, is that the grifter doesn't really exist yeah no 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 yeah. i know the gauntlet uh mm. run the gauntlet yeah, oh no i'm not doing that thing. no i'm not so running the gauntlet. Not, that's like pain uh, olympics and yeah it's, it's just a compilation of shock videos there's some the the ones that are higher up are actually not quite as bad as the ones that are in the middle. I think that's by design. Mm. So basically, I, I, I'm assuming the website's still up. I, don't do it. Like, I'm not doing it. Trust me, this stuff. No, I'm, I'm talking to the oh, audience okay. here. <laughs> don't do it. Like this stuff doesn't it doesn't enrich your life in any way, and you shouldn't. It, it really just, doesn't. That's something I hope everyone just learns. Make it hard to eat. <laughs> It'll make it hard to eat for a few days. Yeah. And um, yeah, but I think it was by design. So the first few are easy enough, and then it gets. And there's one where there's oh god. There's one with a butt fly and a cat's eye. Have you Ugh, seen that? No, that one's gross. really rough. And there's, uh, they have like three guys, one hammer towards the end. Ugh, and they have, I hate that. Um, they have a couple of others that you would have seen before. Um, there's one of a, a woman licking smegma from a guy's penis. See now, something like that. It's like that's obviously uh, gross. Oh, dude, it's it's grosser than you think. That's one of the worst ones I saw. So the thing is that something like that I can take, but there's something about like watching people actually die that I just it disheartening. Oh, for sure, yeah. I can't take that. I think like Stiletto Cat was in there too. Yeah, Stiletto Cat, Shovel yeah. Dog, things like yeah, that. I no, can't I can't do that. Yeah. It just kind of ruins your life. There's also one I, I hope it's fake. I think it might be, but there's an arm wrestling thing where someone's arm completely snaps out. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty close to the beginning. Uh, what else is there? There, I can't remember. I did it a while ago. I, I managed to get to the end, but I wasn't happy about it. Yeah. I was more like proud of myself. Where I was like, "Oh, I've seen this one before already." Mm-hmm. And then I thought to myself, "Well, is that good?" Yeah, you know, is it good? I'm literate. Like, I'm computer literate. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, I think fucking... that that has really. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's really gone by the wayside. Like, like shock stuff online. Yeah, you don't really hear about it. You anymore. don't, do you? Um, you know what though? My girlfriend, who's younger, Libby, she she was apparently just on a shock site. Because <laughs> she, she found one. Well, it was a subreddit though, which you would think is because Reddit seems to be pretty tough on their policing. But I think it's just so oh, big. No, that you, you can still. It's find so some... big that people will just get away with it until they don't anymore. Is watch people die still? No, on? it's, it's no, long been banned. gone, long gone. Yeah, I, I went cute on, dead girls is long times. gone. Oh, I don't know about that one. That's bad. Yeah, I bet. Uh, it was you know whenever there's an ask Reddit of what are the most disturbing subreddits and it's like clearly made by a moderator. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to <laughs> trying to out. figure out which one's a yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, she found one called R slash Jimmy's. It's just called Jimmy's. Jimmy's. Yeah, you know, like, like rustling your Jimmy's. Like I don't want to get my Jimmy's rustled. That's what I assume it comes oh, from. Oh, that's what it meant. Like you know, chocolate sprinkles. or like chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> as in my, the as East my Coast. wife calls. Yeah, them. <laughs> uh, she really shouldn't. No. <laughs> But um, it's yeah, I think it's just called Jimmy's. But apparently, it's it's another one of those just like shock sites, gore sites, you know. Oh, but it's a subreddit now. Because what when we when you and I were young, it used to be websites, and now it's just subreddits. There's no such thing as yeah. a website anymore. No, it's just subreddits. True. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, like two girls, one cup was the first one that really caught like the world's attention. You know what yes. I mean? Like before that, there were ones. And there's still a few that I, I will go out of my way to avoid. Um, we've talked about one of them before, Obey the Walrus. Oh, yeah. I go out of my way to That's avoid that odd. one. That terrifies <laughs> I me. I think if you watched it to this day, you'd not be so, possibly, not be so put possibly, off. Possibly, but because of the way I stumbled upon it back then. It's bad to stumble across. Oh, and that was the That was the true God. gift of those videos. Was sometimes never, you wouldn't be warned. That's one of the scariest things I've ever it found it on really the internet. Was. And it really shouldn't be if you think about it, because it is just a, a video of someone with a disability doing a dance yeah. with some creepy music and editing. But... God almighty, it fucking terrified me. Um, yeah. and then, It routinely still makes the lists of like creepiest videos online. I think because of how people found it. Because it was never, you know, you wouldn't go looking for scary stuff and find that. Mm-hmm. It would turn up like all over the place. I remember mm-hmm. I, I must have accidentally stumbled upon it like 10 times in my life. And like, ugh, it's so creepy. Never the appreciate sped it. sped up audio yeah. on like, it's like a cartoon wall or yeah, something. I, it's see, like, I don't, it's don't like even remember it that or well. I don't even, I just remember What the I image. remember about yeah. it is it's like... Uh, it cu- it comes up with like a really shitty animation of like a cartoon walrus, I think, or just some kind of cartoon face. And it's playing like, uh, it's almost like pop goes the weasel, but in Japanese or something. Yeah. And it's sped up hyper fast. So it sounds really creepy. And then it's intercutting that with pictures of, you know, what's her name? Bunny, Bunny Monroe or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and she's, she's dancing around with the umbrella and everything. But the worst part is that eventually the music cuts out. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it's just that and she's approaching the camera and these assholes cuz they knew that what they were doing to make they wanted to make a creepy video. Mm-hmm. They put these like footstep noises in. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's unsettling. Yeah, no that that one really fucked me up. Um 
I can't think of any others. There were a few things I saw on like Rotten.com or Ogreish that stuck with me. My brother used to go on those sites all the time. I I wouldn't I wouldn't go on. There. It was actually a girl who, and she, like when we were about thirteen, there was this girl who my sister was friends with. So she'd always be at the house, and, mm-hmm. and my sister would run away, but like she'd just keep showing me these sites. <laughs> so this thirteen year old like nice fucking, girl. She grew up to either kill someone or she was in the back of the fake taxi or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit weird, yeah. Like, but she, she was the one I remember really showing it to me or she showed me salad fingers as well like she was obviously into that stuff salad fingers uh, is a fun one uh young age yeah well that was kind of in the same genre of like people being you know have you seen salad fingers salad fingers but, was not ever it was all it was always i mean it's vaguely fictional comedic. It's well it's cartoon, also vaguely yeah. comedic like it's yeah 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 it's like a but i think like if you cartoon. don't but if you don't know what you're stumbling upon that's it might true. be a bit yeah. weird you, you uh, watch that at the right time of night you're gonna freak out yeah, I've told you. I think I've told you that we're really treading old ground. I know. Here, I, I feel think. like we've talked about all of this uh, before. But I, I'll tell it again. When I had like a date over, and I was like, "We should watch the Marble Hornets YouTube." Series. Oh yeah, you did tell. And us I that, realized yeah. just how fucking dull it is. <laughs> yeah, if you're not fully invested, you have to be alone to get into something like that. So you know what I mean? Stupid. You have to be alone. Like, what you an can't idiot. Just, She's falling asleep. She's like, wait, when does this get scary? It doesn't. <laughs> like, don't worry. <laughs> no, it, no, no, it does. You just got to wait uh, 26 more episodes. There's one moment that's quite uh, titillating. You know, I watched the uh, last night, actually. Um, I, I get like, you know, nowadays I work during the day and at night I'm family guy. And then my wife falls asleep. Mm-hmm. I get like Peter and maybe Lois. a half hour, an hour to myself with the TV now. Mm-hmm. And last night, for some reason, I decided to watch uh, Gerald's game again. Mm, is Steve, that a Stephen King adaptation? Yeah, Mike Flanagan. Your mate Mike oh, Flanagan made guy. a movie of it. Yeah, uh, on Netflix. How's that hold up? It's not a bad movie or anything. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, it's, it's you know not great. She has to cut her wrists off, right? Or she has to spoiler her... alert. Oh, she has sorry, to deglove sorry. herself. Yeah, but um, that's not the part that bothered me. No, there's this. Uh, do you know? Ah, no, it'll be a spoiler. I don't want to give it away. But there's a uh, there's a fella it. in it. Like, you, do you know what the idea of it is? It's, so, so she, if I recall, it's a woman rekindle. who's having kinky sex with her ex husband. Yeah, or something. she goes. No, it's her husband. But they, yeah, they're, they're having like you know marital trouble, so they go off to their like remote. I mean, they're all rich in Stephen King novels now, but uh, they go off to their remote, um, you know, cabin, like luxurious mm-hmm. cabin, uh, to do some kinky sex to try and revitalize himself. She's handcuffed to the bed in a kind of crucifix pose, and mm-hmm. he has a heart attack after they have an argument. And he dies on and top. And he of dies, her. and uh, yeah, she kicks him off, and he's on the floor dead. And then she's just stuck, mm-hmm. uh, and no one can hear her scream, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, kind of like misery without Nanny Wilkes. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But she starts hallucinating uh, her husband mm-hmm. and her dad and herself, like a, a her you know subconscious or whatever. Uh, so the whole movie is kind of like that. You know, it's her sort of talking to these various mental projections of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spoil it on the podcast because some people probably haven't seen it, and it is a it is a spoiler for sure. All right, yeah, but there, there's there's another person there who is quite creepy, Pen Gillette. 
<laughs> Pangelos in the corner talking about atheism <laughs> and, <laughs> and veganism and all. She's like, "Oh my god!" Cuts her hand off to get yeah. out <laughs> straight away. She goes and gets a, <laughs> a scoop of ice cream afterward. He's like, "Don't eat it." <laughs> That's how you get Poison. out of that situation. If you're in a situation like that where you're bound somewhere, just imagine Pangelos there with you, and you will do whatever it takes to get out, <laughs> including degloving your hand. Yeah, but um. Yeah, no, there is, there is a, I mean, uh, off my, I'll spoil it for you. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, good. That's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good twist. But, um, yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, I don't know. Do you want this one or an institution? Mm, if we're going to do another one, I'll take that one. This one? Well, I don't know. Do you want to try that one? I'll do the, I'll do another institution. I They're both good. I'll do the Allagash then. Yeah, that's something else right there. Um, all right, we should probably. What is it? Oh, it's only ten. Oh, it's only ten. Only ten. Only ten.